Deep in the Shadowfell crypt, Octavia and Crag fight their way through the corrupted guardians. What else lies here? Who corrupted those knights? And will Octavia suffer a similar fate? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly, actual-play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Moir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. Indeed. This is the last episode of 2020. Couldn't come soon enough. So, yep. Not that there's going to be anything special about this episode. I mean, it's it's special in that it is del- the uh, last one. I guess so. I guess so. But we just experienced Christmas a few days ago. Mm-hmm. New Year is upon us. Mm-hmm. Look at us go. We had the snowiest, snowiest Christmas in Pittsburgh in 85 years. Yes, I got uh, snowed in to my in-laws. Yes, we because almost... Because yeah. uh, our tiny car with its tiny tires that need to be replaced <laughs> could not drive through the snow. And apparently the uh, cities of the, the county of Allegheny and but- Butler... No, they're still in Allegheny. Uh, they're they yeah. still in Allegheny. Apparently Allegheny County needs to get its act together. It does. Because it took like 12 hours for plows to come through. Yeah. And salt trucks. Yep. It's like you... We pay you enough taxes. We paid our taxes. You you knew this was coming. You got to have those trucks going before the snow hits, baby. Mm-hmm. And they did not. Nope. And our car did not make it home. So <laughs> it was a very stressful, stressful Christmas Eve for the two of us. Uh-huh. But we made it. We're fine. Mm-hmm. I have an appointment. Tomorrow. To get new tires t- tomorrow <laughs> for the car. Oh, uh, yeah. Thankfully, yeah. my parents had a big, old, relatively new SUV with pretty big tires that we were able to drive back to our place so we could take care of our dog and everything like that. And then we went, went back up the next day yes. to drop it off and yeah. pull our poor baby out of the snow. Yep. I, I've never had to abandon a car on the side of the road, but I did. It was very scary. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, it was down the end of a cul-de-sac, so not on like the side of the road, side of the road. Yeah, it was a side street that no one was going to go down. Yeah. And well, it's a it's a manual car, so if someone wanted to steal it, that's a disincentive. <laughs> Even if the, someone broke in and tried to drive it away, they literally couldn't, which is why it was on the side of the road in the first place. Mm-hmm. And we don't keep anything valuable in there anyway, so it was about as safe as it could be. All things considered. But it was still sure. very nerve-wracking. It was. And I was like, I hope it's still there when we go back to get it. And it was. And we got it out. And it's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was but still adrenaline-inducing. Still very, very, str- very stressful. So I, I couldn't necessarily appreciate the white Christmas we got because I was worried about our poor, lonely car on the side of the road. Being all lonely on Being Christmas. Lonely. I know. Wondering if we'd come back. We oh, did. we did. We we got it all sorted. But man, that was ooh, that was a, that was an interesting night. Yep. Well, I mean, it's classic end of 2020. Mm-hmm. We can't drive home. We Our literally snowiest winter. You know, uh, 
roads are bad yeah like wow classic 2020 it was unfortunate because we started to drive home and we got to a certain hill and it wasn't even that steep of an incline but i just had zero traction Mm -hmm. and couldn't get up the hill so after all the other cars behind me passed me up i was like okay i physically cannot drive this car home we're gonna go back to your in-laws and just stay the night and we'll drive back when the roads are hopefully clear tomorrow so i turned around and we started driving back and i literally couldn't drive back either there was another small hill small hill very small these are not like mountain hills these are just gradual inclines so i couldn't even get it back yeah <sighs> so i had to so. text my mom and be like can, can you come get us we can might you, have to spend can, the night can you save us and the hilarious thing is that day the, the day started at like 55 degrees. Yeah. It was balmy. It was warm and rainy. And so I, in my infinite wisdom, did not take a coat. Didn't bring a coat. So we were walking along the side of the road on uh, Christmas Eve at probably like midnight at that point, flagging, flagging my parents down as they came to pick up these two stragglers. Yep. Yep. So, yep. <laughs> that was an interesting, interesting time. It is a story that we will remember we'll for all remember. a long time. But we're all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, the car's fine. Yeah. Thankfully, nothing really. The car wasn't even damaged. It didn't even get, yeah. you know, dinged up, which is really so thankful. Oh, and it, it all started because I needed to get gas. And yeah. like an idiot, I didn't get gas when the roads were clear. I was like, I'll, I'll get gas on the way home because we were trying to get, you know, to, to their place at a certain time and we were running out of time so it's like if i've got enough to get there i'll just get it and come back and then we had to try three different gas stations before we found one that was open despite one of them saying it was open 24 hours yep. and i commiserated with another poor soul who was trying to find gas at you know 11 30 and christmas on eve, christmas and we're eve. Like, on a oh, snowy christmas well, eve yeah he was like i'm gonna try the sheets and i was like okay i'll follow you so we went down and the sheets was open so sheets wins again god bless sheets thank sheets you sheets is a national hero I love Sheets. Sheets is the best. Sheets kept me company when I had to, you know, drive down to D.C. to see that thing every every other week. That thing being me. Being you. (laughs) Sheets saved me on Christmas Eve. Oh, man. Ode to Sheets. Ode to Sheets. Oh, I mean, Sheets saved us in Beaver Falls when you wanted to have a pseudo date with someone, but didn't really want to drive all the way out to... You know, Manaka. Well, the Sheets was conveniently located right across the street from the uh, theater that we used mm-hmm. in in undergrad. And I spent a lot of time in that theater. And so I spent a fair amount of time in Sheets. Yep. So, yeah, I have fond memories of Sheets. I like Sheets. Y'all Philadelphia people can keep your Wawa. I was going to say, Sheets is better than Wawa. Yep. 100%. We will die on this hill. Oh. <laughs> we... we stopped to get some and here we are talking about food again we stopped to get some wawa <laughs> we can't help it on our way back from new jersey one time and we stopped at a wawa because i was like i've heard about wawa i wonder what all the fuss yeah. is about and it was fine but we got we got some chicken fingers and they were just they were awful they could not hold a candle to sheets chicken yeah. fingers 100 percent agree so we were like well that kind of seals the deal mm-hmm, right there mm-hmm. sheets, sheets all the way Wawa, you you tried. I can see your value, but mm. you failed. You you failed. They did have decent mac and cheese. You were found from wanting. what I remember. I, 
think it was decent. I think it was okay. But that's the chicken true. fingers the chicken were fingers. left I mean, a lot to be desired. And that's a staple of gas station food. It's a food. gas station staple. And that's also something kind of hard to mess up. Yeah. Like, come on here. You can't get four hot dogs for $2, so. I know. That's true. With delicious chili on Those them. got me through college. Sheets, sheets hot dogs with ketchup, mustard, onions, and boom, boom sauce. Oh, yeah. Everyone who knows anything, you feel me. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the I prefer adding chili. That's 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 my way of, of doctoring my sheets dog. Yeah. The the problem is when you eat as many and as often of them as, as I did. Oh well that's right. You can't really chili all the time no. or else No, that's yes. Bad things will happen yep. and nope. we'll leave it at that. Yep, and you all know exactly what we mean. I mean the boom boom sauce was in and of itself was enough, I think. <laughs> well see I would abstain from the boom boom sauce when I added the chili. Mm, I see. So I see. those were kind of a, a little substitute there. Yeah, yeah. So Sheets Dogs hold a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Sheets Dogs and Walmart Donuts. There were a couple. There were a couple rough nights when mm, I could eat a lot. <laughs> you can eat a lot. It was not necessarily the best <laughs> idea to eat a half dozen sheet uh, Walmart donuts and four Sheets hot dogs. Right. Well, especially because followed up by a couple tums and go to class in the morning. <laughs> yep. Well, because the Walmart was open twenty four seven, right? Yeah. So you could Walmart even... and Sheets open twenty four seven, and in a small college town with not much except those. I mean, the Walmart it wasn't even in town. You had no. to drive out of town to another town to get to it because all we had was a Sheets. Literally, that was it. That was it. But we fond we memories. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I love I love me some Sheets, man. I love me some Sheets. <laughs> oh. But anyway, somehow it always comes back. I, just, I love food. I just love food. And I so was very easy to talk. I about. wasn't even like, I know a couple of times I've tried to like weasel food in there because I know we've talked about being like, let's have one intro where we don't talk about food. So yeah. I know I've sometimes occasionally tried to weasel it in. This was 100% just, natural. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I have a lot of food based memories. That makes sense. So that is how I connect to the world mm-hmm. through food. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Moving on to the game at hand that we are about to play. Let me get some ambiance. Maybe we'll find a Thanksgiving dinner down here. Some ambiance. Spoiler alert, you're not going to. <laughs> no! I could have sworn that Octavia smelled turkey. Well, you might have. But the turkey was her all along. The turkey was you all <laughs> along. The real turkey was the friends we made along the way. And being a druid, it could actually be a turkey. (laughs) (laughs) So last time you delved into the crypt of this large Shadowfell prison portal planar gate kind of place. Found yourself in a room with three branching tunnels, one to the right, one to the left, and one straight down the middle. You ventured down to the left, found... Several alcoves filled with what looked to be knights of saloon or their remains at very least and fought off two of them that seemed to have been corrupted by some force unbeknownst to you. After doing that, you followed that tunnel down, found a door that was covered with some uh, strange arcane runes that would not let you pass. Much like Gandalf. I should have said friend. You could try it. I, I was I referring to the the Balrog, but... I know, I was just tying it then back to another portion in the movie where there was a door that was hard to... <laughs> the book? <laughs> the book, sorry. 
Anyways. The story. The story. The tale. The. Anyway, you came back after being thwarted and uh, decided to check out the tunnel to the right. And so you're in this main chamber. That's Looking right. down the way. What do you do? Well, I'm going to do um, just a couple perception checks looking down. A couple? You get one. I mean... She will you do, get one. <laughs> she will do a perception check to look down to see if it is, uh, you know, laid out similarly, like a mirror to the other hallway. Okay. Natural 20 for 30. I think those dice are imbalanced. You're, you're rolling off a lot of natural 20s on your perception checks. <laughs> Thank D20. Get all of your dice from D20. They make beautiful handmade dice. They're cheater dice. <laughs> They're weighted. They're loaded. Um, yeah, I sent them a message before they graciously sent me this this set, and I was like, make it so that... Put the avocado in the position this, that it'll roll only 20s. But only occasionally. You can't make it too, too obvious. Right. So you peek your little head, your little face, your little Asimar face down there, <laughs> poke it around the corner, take a... And you see it does not mirror the other hallway. Ooh. It goes down and it opens up into uh, not a hall, but a, a longer room. Okay. Do I see the end of the room? Yeah. Okay. So there's no, like, chamber beyond? There doesn't appear to be a chamber beyond, but you can't see all of the room from just, you know, peeking your head down. Oh, okay. Do I see any, like, secret doors? Kind of like... <laughs> No. On the other with my natty 20? Nope. Okay. So I will go into the doorway of that room. Like, Die instantly. <laughs> Still, it never gets old. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, I'll go into the doorway and do another perception check now that I'm a little bit closer to... What are you looking for? Specifically for traps. Okay. To see if there's, you know, a, uh, a floor uh, instance on the floor that looks like a slightly different color or looks like it could be depressed. 25. You take a look. Ooh. Ooh. He has just revealed part of the map. And you see a longish chamber. Relatively big. Uh, you see some shelves along the walls with various uh, vials and jars and pots and and implements that you can't quite determine exactly what they are from this distance. In the center of this room, there is a big stone slab upon which looks to be more uh, remains that, again, you cannot quite make out the details of until you get up there. Uh, Scattered across the floor are various and sundry bones, just big, bleached, white, picked clean, in, in various piles assorted throughout this chamber. And at the opposite end, you do see uh, a door. Oh, okay. So, uh, do these pile of bones look like they are, uh, like, humanoid? Do you examine them? Well, I'm in the doorway. Mm-hmm. You can. And I, and I see that there is a pile of bones five feet away from me, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to go up to them yet, because you specifically said that. But I will stand at this doorway Don't and meta look. game. You little dingus. Roll a medicine check. Ooh. It's medicine. Oh, medicine's wisdom. Okay. 24. 
They look humanoid. Okay. Um, so we're kind of, you know, intuiting that, you know, there's been some corruption, you know, like necromantic, necrotic, bad uh, stuff going on in here. Does it look like stuff has been disturbed in here, like ransacked at all, or like these bones were like eaten, you know, picked clean by an animal or something? Basically just trying to see, you know, how the influence of this door being cracked has maybe had on this room. It's real hard to tell. Okay. The shelves look generally in order. Okay. There's just bones on the floor. Okay. Bones on the floor. And I didn't see any traps when I did my perception check for nope. traps. Okay. Octavia will look behind her at Crag and be like, this isn't just the, a mirror of the other side. I think we, I, I want to look just a little bit further in here. And she will walk into the room. Okay. You walk into the room. Does Crag follow? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what do happens. you do? Um, I will stand over the bones and look more closely at them, but I will not touch them. What are you trying to discern? Uh, I guess I did already kind of You look already at them. looked at the bones? Um, I guess I'm also next to one of these shelves with all of these implements, and she mm-hmm. will take a look at that shelf. Okay, you look. Um, it's generally, you, you get the sense that they're like embalming tools. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Are there any potions of healing? <laughs> nope. <laughs> potions of greater healing. No. Potions of invisibility. Nope. Giant strength. No. Heal giant strength. No potions. Oh, unless you want to drink some uh, F- formaldehyde. Formaldehyde. I almost said fluoride. I'm like, that's cheap stuff. I guess that would be equally bad. Okay. Um, I am going to step up to the plate. Um, the plate. Hit a homer. Uh, and hit Homer over the head for creating such long tails. Hey. Um. I'm going to take a look at the remains that are on the on the slab. Okay. You look, it's generally humanoid skeleton. Um, it doesn't seem to be attired in the salunic armor that you saw oh. of the figures in the hallway. Oh. So you're really not quite sure. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe the armor hasn't been put on. Maybe it's not associated with these knights at all. It's, it's difficult to say. But there is a generally intact full skeleton line on the slab. Does it seem just as old as, you know, the knights that we saw in the catacombs? Roll a medicine check. 21. It does not look quite as old. Oh, okay. Huh. And there's just the one doorway out of this room, right? There's just the one doorway out of this room. Okay. And I look at all of the shelving and they're all the same. Okay. And all the piles of bones seem the same. Yep. Do... And how old do the piles of bones seem? That's a bit harder to tell, but they look about the same age as the skeleton on the slab. Okay, so younger than. Okay. Young bones. Is there any identifying, like, a a ring that this person could have been wearing? Okay, no identifying. Okay. Okay. Um, Is there any, like religious iconography on the walls anywhere or anything like that? There's generally, you know, salunic markings. Okay. Moons and stars and stuff like that. Scimitars? Yeah. Moons and stars sickles. and scimitars? Oh, sickles, right. And it's dark in here still, right? Yeah. Um, I forget if I cast light on my 
staff, but if I didn't, I'm going to cast light on my staff. Schwam light. And I'm going to go over to that door and like press my ear up against it. Or I guess I <laughs> after Make being a constitution actually I was throw. about to be like I remembered being shocked before, so I'm gonna take a look really quickly. <laughs> you said you pressed your ear, and, and then as soon as I said that, I was like, nope, she would remember that she would she. She's not that dumb, uh, and this you know in game time uh, happened just like uh, twelve seconds ago, uh, basically. Yeah, she's she's not an idiot thanks to Jasulka. Before Jasulka, maybe, but Jasulka just withholds some of his intelligence from it. He's <laughs> like, This is funny, I wanna see this happen. Oh, <laughs> but no, she's gonna do a perception check for traps first on the door. Okay. Nineteen. You detect no traps. Oh. Okay. Well, I guess you probably would then press her ear up against the door. Okay. Make a constitution saving throw. Well, she did what she tried to look specifically to see if it was also, and then the dice didn't let her know what Gwyneth do, so. Of course, why does this always happen? Why do I roll 20s on my perception checks and then a four on my constitution saving throw? Uh, you feel a similar jolt of necrotic energy, and you take 10 points of necrotic damage as you see the door light up again with uh, inscribed with white runes that are undetectable by mundane means. Can I... Oh, sorry, go ahead. At that moment. Oh, no. As you're reeling from the shock of the door, you hear some clattering behind oh, you. Aw, man! And looking at the pile of bones... In the far corner near the entrance of this room, they start to uh, rattle and shake and roil and start to assemble into a much bigger, larger, sort of golem-esque form, bigger than just a regular skeleton. You might consider it large until standing before you is this gleaming, uh, glistening white behemoth, kind of like a trans, like Optimus Prime, but made out of bones instead of trucks. It's the 12-foot-tall skeleton that you could buy at Home Depot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And it opens its mouth in a silent scream and lunges towards you. Oh, that's awful! initiative. Why is it awful? I feel bad for the the bones of the people that this creature is made out of. I've always... I've always felt bad for zombies and, like, skeletons in D&D, because they used to be people. Yeah, they did. For Octavia, she gets a... 14... And don't forget, I still have seven giant badgers. <laughs> he just rolled his eyes, everyone. Uh, make a concentration check. Oh, that's right. Natural 11. <laughs> his fingers were crossed so hard, everyone. I was. Uh, they were. They were indeed. Craig is up first. Craig is standing near the entrance of this room, so right behind this massive uh, abomination of a creature sees it pop up and he's just gonna take some swings off the bat reacting very very quickly mm-hmm, with his battle hone senses his skill his mad martial skills prowess with the z oh no first one was on a 19 and then it flipped to a natural one. Oh no oh no so that's oh not no great. oh crag oh crag Look at you. Look at you go, my man. Look at you go. Has Craig actually crit yet? I don't think he successfully crit. He's rolling a lot of crit fails. Yeah. 
Octavia's over there like, I miss Corhoon! This is just my, uh, my poor, poor rolling. We are running out of these. All right. Send us more crit cards. Oh, this is actually great. This is going to make this fight a little bit more interesting. Oh, no. Uh, this is again from D&D, or Head. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is called Ambushed. Oh, dear. You fell right into their trap. 1d4 orcs or other appropriate monster join the combat against you. They take their turn immediately after you. So uh, we're going to say instead of orcs, these are skeletons. Oh my gosh. So rising from the other piles of bones to beset themselves against you and Crag rise two skeletons. Oh man. Whose stats I now need to look up. <laughs> That that is a really cool crit, actually. I That's like that. Very very appropriate. That's good. There's two other piles of bones. Uh, so two skeletons pop up, and they will take their turns immediately after Craig finishes his. He still has two more swings to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he takes a swing with his gleaming red sword, misses wildly, as he does. Two other skeletons rise up from these piles of bones, clattering together to assemble themselves into miniature versions of this large one over there. And Crag continues to take swings. Swing number two. Natural 20. Yes! Finally! He, like, saw how poorly he hit, and, and he took, like, just an extra second before his second swing to like really study his target and then it was like oh I see like a, a joint there that was maybe not as well knit together and he just like targeted that weak spot mm-hmm. so let's see what we got here on the critical hits oh this is fun uh, this is from Azwin. thank you so much thanks this for sending it in blasting off again Ooh, your attack sends your opponent flying into the sky. If the attack reduces its target to zero hit points, they are launched into the stratosphere never to be seen again. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise they really are fun. launched 50 feet into the air and land one round later, taking 5d6 damage from the fall. So, oh, wow. That's really fun. So we will roll some damage and then we will... Where are my d8s? And then we will deal with the crit. <laughs> so funny. I'm just imagining it like ping-ponging, like hitting the ceiling and then, you know, hitting the floor. That is a good, solid hit. Well done, my dude. I have to do math now. It's understandably difficult in the heat of the moment. Right. Crag uh, reaches up his sword, slams it across this thing's, like, knee right into the joint, and bones go clattering back into this pile on the floor. And then, uh, I guess he swings up, and this thing flies up and crashes into the ceiling where some of the bones and and joints and stuff get stuck, and it will fall back down uh, next round. (laughs) So fun. That is pretty fun. Crag has one more swing, though. For a hit. Nice. But not a crit. Too bad. Just like swinging at the feet of the thing as it's like stuck to the ceiling. For another solid wallop. Nice. So, Crag unleashes that bevy of attacks. Hits all the highs and all the lows. Goodness. Crit (laughs) fail, crit, and a middling 
hit. A full range of emotions. Craig is showing off his acting chops. Full range. Uh, the two skeletons who just popped up, it is their turn. Oh, right. They clatter along. And uh, I guess the one is right next to you. Mm-hmm. Actually, since the big one is dealing with Craig, they're both going to clatter over mm-hmm. to you. And take swings at you with their whatever uh, attacks I have as I stall while the stuff... Okay, so they reach out. They're each holding... Um, Other bones. I was going to say, yeah, they're just holding big uh, broken bits of bones that are kind of slashy and stabby. Mm-hmm. And they both swing out to get you. Now, would one of them incur an attack of opportunity from one of my badgers because he leaves to go up to me? Yes. Natural 19. That's it. Six points of damage. Slashing. Okay. The first one uh, misses you. The second one is a 19 to hit. That hits. Stabs at you with a shard of bone and deals seven points of piercing damage to you. It is your turn. All right. Um, could my badgers hit the guy who's, like, you know, hanging from the ceiling? Or are they too short? Uh, they're too short. Okay. So they are just, um, all seven of them are going to converge on the two skelly bones that are surrounding me. Oh, wait. Roll a concentration check. Oh, right. I'm going to get rid of these. That's a con save, right? Mm-hmm. That's a four. That's a fail. So they all go poof. They all go poof. No! Gotta remind, to to all the DMs out there, remember (gasps) to prompt for a concentration check. Get rid of those pesky, pesky summons. Man! See, I have it written on top of Carhoon's character sheet to remember concentration checks, and and I haven't been pulling that out with Mm -hmm. all of these sessions with Craig. So, okay, well, that slightly changes what I was planning on doing. Give me... One moment so, here. This thing stabs you in the shoulder with a shard of bone, and you just your your mind goes blank for a moment. And when you open your eyes again, all of your badges are gone. So Octavia sees that she's hemmed in by these two skelly bones, and mm-hmm. all of her sudden her her retinue of giant badgers all yodeling, <laughs> and they you know poof out of existence. Um, they go. And, you know, as we know, Octavia's not the best at hand-to-hand combat, and and she's right in there in the thick of things. And she's not feeling the greatest. She's taken some some wallops. So she is going to point her finger and make a 20-foot square of entangling and grasping weeds. Please make a strength saving throw. Which one? Both of them. Alright, the one is a... Sorry, what kind of save? Dex? Con? Dex? Strength. Strength? I tried. <laughs> uh-huh, I'm, sure uh, the, I'm sure these skeletons with uh, zero muscle mass are very strong. Yeah, they're, they're not. Um, the first one is a 12. Fail! The second one is a 7. Fail! So they both fail. So they are both restrained. Okay, is that square on your space? Can I make a diagonal square, or does it have to go along the lines of the thing? I mean, I guess you could make a diagonal square. I guess. All right, patch of vines sprouts up, latches onto these two skeletons. They clatter. What are they? Res- what are they restrained? Entangled. They are restrained. Restrained. Okay. 
Um, so that was, that was her action. And I think she's just going to stay there. Or let me look up restrained really quickly. They have disadvantage on attack rolls. You have advantage on attacks against them. Can they still make... They can still attack. They can still attack. Can they make... Um, can they use their reactions? Yes. Okay. They don't have high to hits, and they'll have disadvantage, so you've got pretty good odds, but there's still a chance. I'll also let you know that the piles of bones are difficult terrain. Oh, okay. Okay, and I am standing in a pile of them because there is a pile in front of the door that I just looked at and got zapped by. Mm-hmm. 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 She's going to chance the attack of opportunity. Okay. Um, just because that would only be one attack. Oh, no, it would be, be from both of them. <laughs> Fortune favors the bolt. As I drop my dice. <laughs> Yeah, she'll chance it. Okay. Swing number one. Uh, yeah, that's a miss. That's five total. Swing awesome. number two is a also miss. Awesome. Okay, so she kind of moves moves around uh, relatively slowly, uh, circumnavigating this you know pile of weeds that popped out. I, I imagine that because they're in the shadow plane, they're still actually kind of like gray and kind of spectral and not sure. you know as as normally green and kind of vibrant as she's used to. And she's just kind of skirts around as she kind of like dances out of their way. Sounds good. So Octavia tiptoes her way through these pile of bones, moving slower than she normally would. Mm-hmm. End of her turn. It is the large bone golem's turn. It. The bolum. The bolum. It is stuck in the ceiling, and even if uh, it wasn't, it would have been launched 50 feet into the air. Luckily, it has an ability that its range is 60 feet. Oh, So man. it looks at Craig. And waves its hand, and up from the scattered bits of bone on the floor, they start to surround him and make a little cage. That's terrifying. Yeah, Craig needs to make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> that would be a fail, but the ability I forgot to use last time is Craig has the indomitable feature, which means he can Ooh. re-roll a saving throw that he fails. Oh, nice. he is based off a fighter. My second roll is a natty one. Oh my god! So, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Craig fails. Craig is now stuck in a bone prison. Oh my gosh! He is restrained. Okay. He can break free by making a a check, or by it looks like this prison could be destroyed. It has a certain AC and a certain amount of hit points. Can he, like, slash through the bars at all, or... Yeah, he can attack. He is restrained. He'll okay. have disadvantage, but he can chip away or just try to brute force it. But you see these uh, a pile of bones just, like, build themselves like self-assembling Legos around Crag, uh, and he is like stuck in there. He's, like, <laughs> he's struggling against it. I see your entangling vines, and I raise you my entangling bones. Yeah, yeah. One's a bit more terrifying. Yep. We come in- over. Indeed. And uh, it is Crag's turn now. So Craig is going to... Well, doesn't the thing fall now and take damage? It'll fall at the end of Craig's turn. Oh, at the end of Craig's, okay. Uh, so Craig's going to just try to wiggle free. And by wiggle free, just like bust out because he's very strong. <laughs> very strong. So he is going to make a strength check to bust free. Natural 20. Nice! For a lot. It was a high DC, but he manages to uh, break his way out. And... 
Uh, that is his action. Okay. Craig uh, busts free and then moves over towards you. The bone golem then falls from the ceiling where it was embedded like a cartoon and <laughs> takes 5d6 damage. If you look up at the ceiling, you see like a humanoid outline. Mm-hmm. So it would take a certain amount, but it is also resistant. So Wouldn't this be bludgeoning, though? Yeah. And it is... Oh, actually. It was a crit, so I'll let it go. I'll say it. Yeah. Anyway, it takes some damage. Okay. Not the full amount, but it does fall and uh, stands while it'll stand up on its turn. It is the skeleton's turns who are entangled. How do they get free? They can use their action to make another strength saving throw. All right. The first one rolls a natural 20, breaks free, uses its action, moves adjacent to you. The second one fails. Nice. It is still restrained. Okay. Okay. Um, it is going to throw its shard of bone. Yeah, you. You're the one who entangled it. Sounds good. So it just... Still has disadvantage. It has disadvantage. Which is good. Nope. One of them was a natural 20, so you're lucky. Oh, man. Woo! This bone just whoo, whizzes by, and you see it just like reaches in and pulls off one of its ribs. Oh, <laughs> that's so cool and For not cool. For the next one. <laughs> it is your turn. Okay. You have a skeleton right behind you, ready to attack again. You have a skeleton restrained and this bone golem that is uh, now back on the ground and looking to get back into the fight. If I push someone into these ensnaring vines, would they get re-restrained? I'm reading the text. What's it say? So it says, um, for the duration, these plants turn the ground in the area into difficult terrain. A creature in the area, when you cast the spell, must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the plants. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't say... Does it say if it ends its turn? No. Starts its turn? No, I think I okay. I think it's just those who were there when I first cast and it. And then it's difficult terrain for them. And then it's okay. Okay. Can I cast a ranged cantrip on someone who's adjacent to me? Uh, you can. You'll have disadvantage on the attack roll. But it's a it's a save. Oh, then yeah, you're fine. Okay. What do you do? All right, I am going to. I know my magic hasn't been necessarily working super great down here, um, but seeing that all of her her badgers just disappeared and she saved herself uh, from a round of these uh, skelly bones' attack with the entangling vines, but this one has moved out. So I would like, she's going to raise her hand uh, and it, and it kind of crackles and it gets really, really cold and Jasulka's like, yes. And she's going to cast a frostbite at the skelly bones. Please make a constitution saving throw. Okay. It's probably gonna not do it, but let me just check real quick. Yeah, no, 13. Fail. Mm -hmm. All right, so you're gonna take 2d6 cold. It's only five, but you also have disadvantage on your next attack. Okay, that one's not looking great. Does it seem like the cold goes all through? Okay. Yeah, it's uh, now a Frosty Bones. Nice. Frosty Bones, Frosty Bones. Uh, Okay, do you do anything else? Does it seem like they only have one attack per round? Yes. Okay. Uh, No, I will just stay there then. Okay. It is the Big Bone Golem's turn, who stands up with half its movement 
and then seemingly unimpeded by walking over bones because it's made of bones, marches <laughs> over that. to Crag oh, dear. and swings down twice with big giant bony fists. <laughs> I'm almost imagining that it doesn't have feet. It's almost like just gliding through all of these bones and it like moogles around terrifyingly. That is cool. I rolled a natural one. Oh! Rolling a lot of natural ones and Orange Crush. Orange Crush. Baby, you're failing me. I rolled 20s on disadvantage, of course. Second attack is uh, probably not high enough because Craig's AC is bonkers. Yeah, it's not enough. It's close. Nice. Not enough. Swings twice. First one just like whiffs, smashes into the shelf of vials and shatters some stuff. The room starts to smell of formaldehyde. Gross. And then it swings again and it just clatters off of Crag's dragon shield. Mm. Crag's turn. Come on, Crag, finish it. Finish it. Uh, yeah, Crag's just going to take his swings. Sounds good. He's a very particular set of skills. Did you crit fail again? I did. What? I rolled another natural one, everybody. Oh, my. Change your die. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Oh my gosh, Craig, you are such bad luck. I miss Carhoon. I know Carhoon. Carhoon was a beast. And this is wild, me saying Carhoon is a beast because I would roll Carhoon. And Octavia <laughs> always failed in her rolls. Maybe Carhoon is actually the main character. <laughs> Maybe Octavia is the sidekick. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Well, if you want to put a crit into our game like the ones that we've seen so far, send us crit cards. To our email address, me, my spouse, and a die. Yeah, I am, I am running low on these. And apparently we need a lot more crit fail cards. Because <laughs> they do seem to be <laughs> the, the crits that this team wor- rolls more frequently. <laughs> Except if it's a perception check for some reason. Okay, here's one from Eric. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Eric. I don't think I've used this one. Tell me if I have. I think I used his hit. Uh, a boot. Or shoestring comes loose and causes you to stumble and trip during your attempt. Your opponent belts out a deep laugh and you take two humiliation damage. I'm going to call that psychic and we're probably going to boost that up a little bit. However, they continue mocking your blunder through the following turn and their next attacking roll is reduced by half. Ooh. Okay. So next time Crag goes to hit, you take half of what the total is? Because he's so embarrassed? That's how I'm going to interpret this. That's how I read it. Yeah. I think it might be... Yeah. Okay. So, we're going to take some uh, humiliation damage. <sighs> Poor Craig. Poor Craig takes some psychic damage. Ugh. He's and used to being this charismatic leader. Right. Not blundering. And now he's just... Okay. He takes that, and then uh, as this giant golem just like... Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> uh, his next attack is going to be low. Rolls again. Uh, that would be a total of 22. So that is instead going to be an 11. Half as much, which, believe it or not, almost hits. Oh. It doesn't, though. Oh, so close. Ah, Craig is upset as he swings a third time for a 20 total. That is a hit. Good. He'll finally do some damage. I have been having bad luck. And you have three hits. Yeah. Well, that means I'm going to fail that much more often. That's true. Still. Or Which is why some people don't succeed. like crit cards, but this is a show, so you gotta make it entertaining. Keep it fun! Uh, 
All right, does some damage. Chips away. Good. Ah. How's the big? How's the big guy looking? It's looking okay. It's the chips of bone are missing pieces. It's it's looking a bit smaller. It's definitely taken uh, a decent bit of damage, but it is definitely not out of the fight as the smaller skeletons go. The okay. one next to you is going to take a swing. You said it has disadvantage. Correct. It's miss. Yes. The other one is going to try to unrestrain itself from the entangle. Fifteen. Fail. Fail. Woo! It is your turn. Okay, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to, again, kind of crackle with this cold energy, almost amplified with being on the shadow plane. Um, And so have the skelly bones that's next to me. Please make a con saving throw. 14. Fail. A five and a six on this D6. So 11 points of cold damage. Uh, The bones turn to ice. And it's just like in that scene in Terminator 2 where they douse the T-1000 in liquid nitrogen just shatters. I was more thinking of the of, of the scene in the original Fantastic Four where there was that guy that got really, really hot by the human torch and then they cranked open a fire hydrant on it and then he shattered. Oh. <laughs> it's a bit a bit different because you're using cold. Or which one was it Goldeneye? Where they killed Boris at the end with the same liquid nitrogen thing? I'm just thinking of stuff in liquid nitrogen. That's understandable anyways. since you actually work with it. Anyways, anyways, anyways. All uh, right. That's your turn. What awesome. else do you do? That, the one behind you is gone. All right. What do you do now? Um, I think I am just going to stay here because I'm I'm trying to have... I have Craig in between me and the, and the big golem, and I have these entangling vines in between me and the other skelly bones, so I'm, I'm going to just stay right here. Okay. The big guy goes next. It is going to... So it's going to incur an attack of opportunity as it uses a double move to wander across your entanglement zone and gets right next to the other entangled skeleton and stands in that pile of bones. Uh, so Craig's going to take an opportunity attack. Okay. Which will hit. Deals a pretty nice hit as this thing crashes through the room. <laughs> making its way through your vines. It stands over next to the skeleton in another of these piles of bones littering the floor. And as it ends its turn there, you can see the bones on the floor start to clatter up and repair some of the broken sections. Oh, that's so cool. Of this dude. So it looks back in the fight, ready to go again. As we come around to Crag's turn. Craig doesn't necessarily want to walk through the tanglement. Craig wanders around, not wanders, Craig rushes around <laughs> to the side of your entangling patch up to the restrained skeleton and just is going to try to take this thing out of the fight. Awesome. Has advantage on the roll. Definite hit. Oh, right, because it's restrained. Craig it would have restrained. advantage. Nice. Yep. And just in a fiery swing this thing uh gets annihilated nice so both the skelly bones are gone unfortunately craig does not have the movement to close and attack the bone golem because that is difficult terrain and he used it all getting to where he is oh oh so too bad so uh that is all he can do the skeletons went it is your turn Okay. So the little ones are gone. The big one just repaired itself from this pile of bones. All right. I am going to drop concentration on the entangle because 
it would be helpful if you know folks entering it or ending their turn there could be entangled but just difficult terrain we have enough of that and that is hindering my friends mm-hmm. uh, more than it is hindering my enemies currently so i'm going to drop concentration on that as a free action and then i'm going to frostbite this big guy okay so make a con save please constitution saving throw how much do we get 22 <laughs> okay you succeed succeed uh, so you try to frostbite this thing it doesn't work it shakes off the cold do you move I don't because I'm kind of as far away from it as I can be <laughs> so I'm just kind of going to stay at you know this further end of the room across from it okay it is the Bone Goalie's turn, who is going to, uh, up from the ground, another cage of bones springs around Crag to try to oh, keep man. him contained. Crag makes a dexterity saving throw to try to jump out. Son of a gun, he fails. Oh my gosh, Crag, come on! He can do Indomitable twice a day, but he's going to save that for the rest of this dungeon. You know, the boss fight. <laughs> just, just in case. I'm going to keep one in the back because he, he thinks even though, uh, you know, he's going to be stuck, he'll probably be able to break out. And you guys have this fight relatively well in hand, he thinks. Uh, so he says, oh, just give me a sec. Uh, this thing is then going to move towards you. Okay. Can I actually get right up next to you? Yes, okay. In those squares next to you. But it cannot attack, so it slumbers over. And looks like it's ready to lay down some pain on top of ya. So it rushes over. Crag goes. It's going to try to bust free again. Makes a strength check. Does it. Nice. Breaks out. That's his action, though. So okay. he'll just move over so he's right next to it as well. Okay. Your turn. So have I been noticing that, like, Crag's slashes have been you know finding purchase and everything okay all right octavia is going to cast shillelagh on her staff and is going to bonk this guy in the head or attempt to okay do it natural 19 with a plus 10 or 29 to hit that'll do that'll (laughs) be terrifying (laughs) that'll do pig what are we fighting orcas 12 points of i think it's bludgeoning damage with a staff staff. What else would it be? I don't know. Piercing? Poking? Poke, poke, poke. <laughs> All right, how much, sorry? Uh, 12. All right, you shatter some of this thing's kneecaps. Is that all that I can reach? Yeah. They go clattering across the floor. Anything else for you? Um, I don't really like how it came after me, but I don't really want to incur because this thing seems to have a relatively high to hit. Does it seem like it's been having a high to hit? Cause it hasn't actually gotten that many attacks off. Oh, really? It, it made one set of attacks against Crag, and it missed both of those, but Crag has a really high AC. Okay. So, uh, it looks beefy. I'm going to stay there. Okay. <clears throat> it is going to take two swings at you, because it, <laughs> it could not hit Crag. Man! Austin is about to throw Orange Crush across the room. Orange Crush away because that is like the fifth natural one it's rolled this time. Rolled another natural one? I did. So I'm going back to this is actually, I think, the first set of dice. 
that I had. It's a blue one. I think yeah, the f- got it for me. The full for, full set for Christmas. So yeah, I'm gonna go back to the the OG. Orange crust just needs a break. It's tired. It's burned out after all the all the hubbub of the holidays. Look at that natural twenty. Are you serious? No joke. Are you serious? I am dead serious. Oh and my you're gosh. about to just be dead. Oh, rude. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Great. Hold if on. I had moved, I that natural one would have been the uh, attack of opportunity. Well, this is a lot of d8s. I rolled an 8 on my first roll, so that's good. I rolled an 8 on my second. Uh, I rolled out of 6 d8 total i rolled three eights wow that is going to be a total of 40 points of bludgeoning damage okay as it just punches uh you like duck and it hits the wall the first time but then it comes around and just hits you square in the chest and the wind just gets taken out of you i am still up but barely Wow. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, that's its turn though, so it is Crag, and then it is you. Crag Come is on, gonna Crag, take finish him. A full bevy of swings. Bevy of blows. First one's a hit. Second one's a hit. AC's really low. Third one's a hit. Yay! I need her alive. <laughs> ah! I don't know if I should be intimidated or encouraged. <laughs> Excuse me as I roll dice. This DA is rolling rocks for me. Nice. Use it only for Crag. I keep trying to call him Carhoon because they both start with the K. And so I'm like, wait, wrong companion here. Ooh, there are a lot of dice rolls going on over there. Austin just had a look of incredulity. Probably. I was trying to math, and I was like, I, I, this is a simple addition. Why can I not do this? So with Austin ha- being being a scientist and and doing a lot of science courses and having a minor in math, his his difficulty with simple addition, you know, d- under the heat of the moment. Imagine me, who is, is definitely math inept. My, my stress of, of simple addition in the heat of the moment is very high. <laughs> All right, uh, Craig takes three hefty swings, and this thing, uh, just like hewing bone. Uh, this thing is looking Literally a lot lighter. Like hewing bone. Yeah, no, that's that's why I said it. <laughs> Bones clattering across the floor. This thing is looking weak. It is your turn. Craig says, "We can finish this." Okay, I don't. I really don't feel good, but okay. Well, then kill it, or else it's gonna probably take you down. I'm next, gonna next try. Trip. And. I guess she will swing again with, like, how bad does it look? Like a soft summer breeze, or? No, definitely not a soft summer breeze, but a solid, a solid bit of damage could do it, could do it in. All right, I will try to hit it with my staff. Okay. 13. That is a miss. Oh my gosh. That's a miss. Okay. Do you move or do I am... anything? <sighs> Jeez, this is bad. Well, if you move, you risk one hit. If you stay there, you risk two. Exactly, so I am going to move. All right. Takes an opportunity attack. Natural one. Oh! 
I've rolled so freaking many natural ones this, this Oh my combat. gosh. So many. We should re-listen and tally all of them up. So many. Right. Oh my gosh. So this thing misses. It then turns as you run and is going to take two swings at Craig. Swing number one. Hit. Swing number two. Out of the box, even though it was a natural 19. Guess what the second swing was? Was that a crit fail? It was. It was indeed. The first one hit with like a 26. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe this. I feel... This is how it feels, I guess, being you being me and seeing me on my bad rolls. Like, I, I'm so sorry. I mean, I does he kill it with the first swing, though? So we don't even have to resolve the crit? Fingers crossed. This was the bone. Oh, the bone crag. thing cra- hitting Craig. Okay, sorry. Uh, it does a good, good hit. This D8's rolling. Amazing, though. I rolled uh, seven, seven, eight. Oh my gosh. So, bam! Hefty hit right into the side of Craig's head. Ugh, hurt. And then a crit fails. Goodness gracious. <sighs> it's just a big old bag of bones. What do you expect? It is Craig's turn. He's hoping to finish things out right here. All right, Craig. Please hey, don't crit do, fail. Do you want to roll my D20s for me? Sure. All right. Roll me a d20. First d20. Natural three. That's that's a hit. Second d20. Natural 20. All right. I think this thing's dead. Yes! Let's just make sure. Yeah, it's dead. Uh, so first yeah, swing Craig! weakens it, and the second one he just lops off the conglomeration of skulls that make up this thing's head, Ooh. and it clatters back into a pile of bones on Ooh. the floor. Man! So, the two of you are standing in this room, bones scattered across the floor, jars of spilled formaldehyde stinking up the place, a uh, door full of arcane hurdy runes on one end, and (laughs) one hallway yet to be explored, but we're going to pick up there next time. Okay. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. Octavia ended an episode with three hit points. Oh, so close. So close. So close. close. If I'd hit with that last opportunity, Mm -hmm. Jack, you'd have been toast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, We really hope what you enjoyed in the last um, hour or so. We hope that it gave you some some joy and some some respite from everything that's going on in the world right now. We hope that you had some good holidays um, and Happy New Year because this will be coming out right on the cusp of 2021. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, we are active on social media, both Twitter and Instagram, and our handles are at and the die podcast. And just so you know, our 100th episode celebratory giveaway is still running. So if you want to get your hands on a set of custom D20 dice, like we're rolling rocks for me today, make sure you check that out on our, um, Twitter and Instagram pages. All right. Catch y'all next week. <laughs>